Welcome to episode 7 of Geek Crew Review. Uh, my name is Alex Douglas and I'm here as always with my good man Keith Burnett. How's it going mate? Hello, I'm okay. Good, awesome. Um, so folks, uh, we are just going to dive straight into a bit of news. We're going to basically uh, have a, a bi-weekly news podcast on the go from now on, uh, just to sort of keep us going, uh, keep us ticking over, keep us relevant with the, with the masses and masses of followers that we now have not got, but should hopefully get if the more content gets out there. Should we explain uh, what happened to part two? Well, we could go into part two where we were supposed to talk about Game of Thrones, Avengers, and also The Expanse. Expanse. Yeah. Um, and basically what we did was we decided to record after both of us had been at work for, for a full day, and we decided to start recording at about 10 to 10 at night, and this did not go well. That because. Was- we were woefully unprepared, let's just terrible. be honest. Yeah, it was really bad. So we're going to spare you guys that and we're, we're just going to basically delete it from history. Yeah, just pretend it never happened. Yeah, what we could do though, and I'm throwing a curveball at you because you normally throw a curveball at me, is we could sum up these programs in just one word. Uh, so I'm going to go for Game of Thrones. Um, underwhelming. <sighs> yeah, final season, it was like having this epic series all the way through like you know orchestra like big blaring thing and then ending it with a fucking honky tonk yeah pretty much pretty much yeah didn't go well in the, the final season wasn't what we were promised uh, Avengers uh, excellent yeah good ending yeah, liked it good ending and uh, The Expanse well it was good and it had a big budget and that's not quite one word very Prometheus uh, Prometheus there we go there's a good word but also it was, it was very good very yeah good. it was very good yeah so highly recommend it so that was basically part two of episode six and if you haven't watched The Expanse you should be watching it if you yeah. like sci-fi and you listen to this podcast and you like sci-fi and you haven't watched The Expanse it's all on fucking Amazon yeah we don't have words for you essentially no. if, you, if you've not watched The Expanse it is sensational and you should watch it it's essential sci-fi yeah yeah pretty much go. part two done so pause here, go and watch The Expanse if you've not watched it, come back to us. Okay, so this is, as I say, going to be the bi-weekly news podcasts. We're going to throw in a couple of other things. Uh, what you'll cu- catch from us next is going to be a watch-along of a, a TV series, and the TV series we've chosen is going to be The Boys on Amazon. So What's a watch-along, Alex? Well, essentially, let me explain what a watch-along is. Good, I like that. Uh, well, a watch-along is essentially we're going to have the episode playing in the background, uh, it's not going to be um, volumized, shall we say it's going to be silent, we're going to be watching it you guys can either choose to watch the episode with us as we analyse it as it goes along essentially what this saves us is any prep because the prep is on the screen as we're doing it so that's that's what we like You know, we like an easy life and plus it's good fun for you guys to watch an episode of a TV show along with us as we essentially tear it apart or say how much we liked it well it's either going to turn into a sort of cinema wankathon where we go on about how good it is <laughs> yeah. or we're just it's going to turn into that mystery theatre science theatre 5000 or whatever the fuck it was called with the little <laughs> robots that's it yeah and then we're just going to end up ripping it to pieces so definitely either yeah. way it might be worth a listen let's face it I mean we could probably do that we could choose a show every once in a while that we didn't really like that much and then just eviscerate it because we're really good at that you know we've, we've, like something really bad yeah just something really cheesy that could work. Yeah, that could work as well. We're spitballing as we go. I like no, this. This is just the way we live our life. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, right, so let's crack on with some news then. You can start us off. What did you come up with, man? Well, um, my news is pretty basic and there's not a lot of detail to it. So my first part was basically that um, I was reading online that there's a new Mighty Ducks sequel series getting made. 
and Mighty Ducks sequel series. Now yeah. we're talking the uh, and was it nineties Emilio Estevez movie? Yeah, yeah. Where like classic sort of for people who grew up around about the same time we grew up. That's yeah. kind of like classic film, isn't it? Yeah, totally, totally. I I, I enjoyed it. The uh, the first one. I enjoyed the second one, mm-hmm. and then I think they made about seven hundred more. Which yeah, <laughs> which I didn't really. Well, catch. it's a sequel to the original two with right. uh, Emilio. Uh, what does he call him? Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Yeah, That's Charlie Sheen's brother. Charlie Sheen's brother. Yeah. Um, it's going to come to Disney Plus. There's no dates or anything yet. Um, that'll be good mate I'll watch it because yeah. Disney Plus gets launched at the end of this month as we record on the 1st of March yep. um, and I'm as I said last episode I'm going to buy and watch the shit out of pre-order it pre-order it I wish they sponsored us because I'm always trying to fucking pimp this out <laughs> if you pre-order it now you get it for 50 quid for yeah. a year yeah that's seen. Good. Nah, that's what I'm going to do when I get a bit of cash after we come back our holidays that's exactly what I'm going to do uh, so Mighty Ducks yeah I'll watch that most definitely uh, first thing I came up with was obviously because I'm a massive Marvel nerd yeah. um, but not only am I a Marvel nerd I love Thor Thor is pretty much my favourite my Marvel franchise and they've employed my favourite director Taika Waititi to do uh, not only the last instalment of Thor but the next one which is called Love and Thunder um, news regarding that is that uh, and it might be old news to some people but uh, I'm going to say it anyway Natalie Portman is coming back uh, is to reprise her role as Jane Foster and at some point in this film Jane Foster will take on the mantle of Thor uh, it's, it happened in the comics um, and essentially Thor's powers get transferred to her how they're quite going to go about that I've absolutely no idea but, like I say, it's Taika Waititi, so I'm sure he'll do it in a funny, humorous and quirky way. I was hearing he uh, might be responsible for integrating Deadpool into the main Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. No way. Yeah. Really? The are going around that he'll be the guy that's chosen to do it, because they, they, it's quite difficult to do. Well, the well, amount of swearing it is. Swearing all the kind of extreme violence and Deadpool's kind of breaking the fourth wall all the time. Yeah. Trying to integrate into a standard Marvel film would be quite difficult. It would be difficult. I think if anybody can pull it off, it would be. Oh, it's going to be him. Yeah, it's going to be him definitely. Uh, And I think that. I mean, he's done such a good job with Thor. Let's be honest. The last one was fantastic. So, uh, if if there's anyone that can do it, like you say, he's going to be the man. Yeah. You got anything else? Um, Sex education. It's been confirmed for season three. Oh, has it? Um, Ah, Excited. that series yeah. like actually adore it and I never thought I would because when I seen the original sort of premise for it I thought oh it's going to be one of these fucking not childish but you know like spunk let's all laugh at bad words I, yeah. I thought it was going to be something like American Pie but ten times worse you know Yeah. Um, and it's not it's actually a really really good series and if you haven't watched it you should be um I would go along with that. Um, my feeling, I've I've only watched the first season. Uh-huh. Uh, I've not started the second season yet. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I was planning to rewatch the first season with my wife. Yeah. Uh, so she could appreciate how good it was, and then we could watch se- season two together. Oh, yeah. uh, she watched episode one and thought it was crap. So oh. uh, I'm just going to blast on with uh, with season two uh, when I get a minute because I'm watching a lot of different stuff at the moment. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's high on my list. It's basic so basic premise for everybody that's not watched is a comedy yeah it's Aza Butterfield yeah who I'd never heard of before but his um, brother was in that Merlin fucking series that's right yeah yeah uh, a, a lassie called Emma Mackey yep. who looks freakishly like Margot Robbie Margot Robbie yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's bizarre and uh, Gillian Anderson's in it and she plays the mum of Aza Butterfield's character yeah and she's a sex therapist and essentially Aza Butterfield decides uh, or kind of becomes like a sort of 
makeshift sex therapist for all the people at his school. Yeah. And it's filmed in that mental, because it was Netflix series, so they filmed it in a way that to make Americans kind of understand, like, feel at home while watching it. So yeah. the high school, like the kids, the, the football kids or rugby kids or whatever, walk about with a jacket with a big fucking M on yeah, it. Yeah, the Letterman jacket. Letterman jackets, yeah. yeah. They've got cheerleaders, they have like the assembly with the the band and everything at the beginning and all this kind of yeah, weird which is, which is just nonsense. I mean, uh, it's, it's, but it's set in the it's UK. Set in the UK. Which is, it blows your fucking mind, but it it's does. cool looking. It is, it is a, it's, it's a weird mashup, but it's good. Extremely funny as well. It's extremely funny, extremely close to the bone sometimes as well, but... Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we, well, we we certainly did because we watched the whole thing in one night. The first season, well, I remember? Binged it yeah, one we night, binged yeah. it. Yeah. yeah uh, so yes, get started on that, folks. And if there's season three, I, I will watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, next thing I've got, I'm quite excited about is uh, Gareth Edwards, the guy who directed Monsters and then also Rogue One. Yep. Is confirmed to be making a new science fiction movie uh, he's going to be doing it for a company called New Regency which is a smaller kind of film production company who tend to just let things get developed in the director's vision uh, not like fucking Disney stepping all over them when it came to Rogue One because I think we would have ended up with a mo- I like Rogue One I'll put that out there right now as a fan of Rogue One and what they ended up with but I think if they had left Edwards to get on with it it would have been darker it would have been uh, more gritty and it would have been what we were expecting so hopefully they just let him crack on with whatever it is he's developing there's not much detail in it yet he's just been confirmed to be doing it so I'm quite excited about that because he's is a good director is there any plot none whatsoever nothing's been released no cast no nothing they've just said look we've got this guy on board we're quite excited we're just going to let him go away and do what he wants and then hopefully it turns into a good movie so cool yeah and like i say lack of studio interference uh, interference sorry so we should we should get that um have you got anything else on your list um witcher yeah season two we talked about vesemir yeah there's rumors how it's going to be mark hamill mark hamill that's right it's not mark hamill which i'm quite happy about yeah you said you weren't too keen on mark i hope you were like a bit disappointed that it's not mark hamill but i just think he's typecasted as skywalker yeah and i think also his voice, I've said it in the last podcast, it just sounds like the Joker to me. The Joker, yeah, Cause, because of Arkham and because of the cartoon series and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, when we watched the, um, the, you know, the new Star Wars films, which we hate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did. We decided we hated we them came the last that Revelation yeah. on the last episode. We did. It's funny how you work these things out. <laughs> I just, I remember in the back of my mind when he was speaking, just thinking, like, he sounds like the Joker. Yeah. And I think that's probably because of. That's what his most recent work, apart from the new Star Wars film, yeah, was. Yeah, there's a recency bias. The cartoon bias. series and the video games and stuff, you know? Of course, absolutely. There's a recency bias about Because I can't watch uh, Picard without... And obviously Picard made... Or Star Trek, sorry, The Next Generation, made Patrick Stewart a household name. Yeah. But every time I watch Picard... Yeah. I think of Professor Professor X from well, the just, X-Men films. We're going completely away from a news thing, but it doesn't matter. That's all right. The, the Patrick Stewart... I, when I've been watching Picard I find it really difficult to associate with Picard yeah because it, oh, it's almost like he's acting differently yeah he is. from the original Picard yes yeah, that's exactly it he is because and I can see you see why because mm. he's older and he's more frail and he's he's vulnerable now because he's nearer the end of his life than he is the start again <laughs> you know what I mean like old old people generally tend they're obsessed to... with Patrick Stewart then <laughs> not Patrick Stewart Picard like that he's, he's, how he's playing the character he was diagnosed with that thing you know the illness old age yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah old age yeah um, but anyway 
But you're right, you're right. It's hard to take him as Picard because basically he's acting, he is acting differently. The new resume is called Kim, an actor called Kim Bodnia. Kim Bodnia. He's Danish. Okay. I hadn't heard of him, I didn't know him, but anybody who's watched Killing Eve will probably recognise him. Right, okay. And that. He's been in tons of stuff. Loads of stuff. Loads of films and series and stuff. Uh, the Bridge. Oh, yeah, I remember The Bridge. That. that was on Sky, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, plenty of Scandinavian films and. Yeah, probably a good choice. A lot of people, you look at his picture and you go, that's only Vesemir, but again, we're drawing from the, the video games where Vesemir's built like a big shit house. Yeah. Has similar hair to Geralt. Yeah. And, you know, it just looks like a big older version of Geralt. Totally. I mean, I've just Googled this boy, or IMDB'd him. Is that, is that the chap? That's him, yeah. yeah. He looks like a fat detective. Yeah, he does, so yeah. Vesemir. But, but I mean, Triss doesn't look anything like Triss for the games. No, exactly. Siri kind of looks a bit like Siri. Um and Yennefer doesn't look anything like Yennefer for the games well but she, she kind of does yeah a little bit thing is though haven't they announced that the guy that played uh, the boy in Game of Thrones you know the wildling leader yeah uh, who's obsessed with uh, <laughs> uh, Gwendolyn Christie's yeah, character yeah. yeah he's going to be in it as well yeah. yeah yeah what's his name again the big ginger guy I'm going to google ginger Game of Thrones ginger Game of Thrones man <laughs> <laughs> Tormund Giant's Bane. That's him. And he's yes. played by. Oh my god, I'm never going to be able to fucking pronounce this name. Christopher Hivju. Nice, I like it. It's probably yeah. nothing like it, but there we go. Yeah, he's, he's in the second season of The Witcher as well. Yeah, which I, is. I don't know who's playing because I didn't research it. Which is going to be awesome, let's be honest. It's yeah. going to be a good show because I, I have now finished it and the, episode, the last episode was a superb episode of television it was really good so yeah I'm excited about The Witcher 2 coming out um, next thing in my news again going back to the whole Marvel thing Sam Raimi the director of The Evil Dead and also the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire which I hated mostly because of Tobey Maguire I can't stand them uh, but Sam Raimi's a good director. He's been announced, or is close to being announced, to be the new director of Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh, into the multiverse, um, replacing a guy called Scott Derrickson, who directed the first one and did a very good job with it, to be fair. Um, but Sam Raimi has been rumoured to be replacing him because he left the project. And I'm quite excited about that, and I think a lot of comic book fans would be. Um, and even Scott Derrickson himself, the man who has been replaced, tweeted support for Sam Raimi, saying he was a fantastic director and he looked forward to seeing what he was doing with it. So, okay. uh, it's a positive thing. You wouldn't be interested in that because you've never seen the first Doctor Strange. Um, I, I don't know if I have or I can't remember. Well, I think you, I might have done. No, you, t- you take him. You took does he mili- appear in one of the Marvel? Yeah. Oh, no, ah, well, he, does he, he appear in one of the Avengers? Yeah, he does, yeah. Is the bald woman in the Avengers? Uh, or is that in Doctor Strange? Or that's in Doctor Strange. I might have yeah. seen it. Oh. I don't remember. There you go. Because you took a very militant stance the last time we discussed Because it looked wank. Yeah, but it was really good. It was really good. <laughs> uh, talking about things that looked wank, um, <laughs> the Matrix sequels, uh, oh. you know how we... You kind of hate them. I've got a f- weird affinity for them, but I still can see their flaws. They're actually making The Matrix 4. Oh, good. Um, it is going to be a dile- directed by uh, former, formerly uh, Larry Wachowski. I think uh, they're now called Lana Wachowski. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And she's going to be directing it on her own, so it's not going to be uh, the, the team. It's going to be just, uh, just Lana. And Neo and uh, Trinity are back. Um, the cast. Is it going to be Keanu Reeves? The cast includes Keanu Reeves. It includes uh, Carrie Ann Moss. So I'm assuming those two characters are coming back. The one character within that 
trinity of main characters in the first one that's not been announced is uh, uh, Morpheus. Um, no Morpheus has Lawrence appeared Fishburne. in Lawrence Fishburne. No Morpheus or Lawrence Fishburne has appeared in any of the news that I've read, so uh, I'm assuming he might not be back, which is weird given that Trinity died in the last instalment, but Morpheus didn't, so I don't see why he's not coming back. Might be a contract issue, who knows. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few other characters that are, uh, that are announced in it. Or actors that have been announced in it, okay. um, stalwarts of other Wachowski projects, notably that Sense Eight. I don't know if you ever watched Sense Eight on Netflix, but a few. No, I've always meant to watch it though. Yeah, it was decent. A few cast members of that have been announced, um, but that's due to be released on the twenty first of May, twenty twenty one. So we've got about a year and a bit to wait for that one, and it's filming at the moment. So I don't know. I'll, I'll I'd go and watch it. I like I like the Matrix, so I'd be interested to see what they do with it going forward. Um, I've got also there's a new Batman film coming out it's going to be directed by a guy called Matt Reeves I uh, don't know if you've ever heard of him or seen any of his stuff possibly uh, but it's going to have that uh, Robert Pattinson of Twilight fame um, people were like oh we can't make the guy from Twilight Batman but I'm all about just throwing random actors into roles and see what happens so I mean well the classic case in point for that is Heath Ledger as the Joker exactly the yeah. amount of fanboys that kicked up Mary 10 things I hate him. about you yeah and then suddenly he's the Joker yeah. oh Night's Tale that guy fuck yeah, off yeah. blonde hair and Aussie guy Ooh, fuck that guy and then all of a sudden he was the best Joker that's ever been put on film yep, sorry Jack Nicholson fans but it's true no, he is. he's definitely the best Joker yeah. by country mile oh, country mile so um, you know I, I, I'm, I'm with you uh, weird casting I like and I've seen the photos of him wearing the, the suit and it actually looks pretty decent cool. it looks good uh, also it's going to feature Zoe Kravitz as a character as well uh, Colin Farrell has been rumoured to be playing the penguin um, Colin Farrell is in that's your breakfast, dinner, lunch, and dinner right there. <laughs> That's your breakfast, lunch, and dinner right there. <laughs> yes, the very same. Yeah. That only makes sense to anybody who's watched the trip. Yeah, the trip. That that. That's your breakfast, lunch, and dinner right there. Just an it's just an Irish bloke. It's not Colin Farrell. Fuck off, it is. Uh, he, so he's been rumoured to be playing the Penguin. Paul Dano has been rumoured to be playing the Riddler. Um, we've got Andy Serkis, confirmed as Alfred. And also uh, Jeffrey Wright oh, as circus, as in like Gollum as in Gollum yeah playing yeah Alfred playing yeah, play Alfred strange yeah casting uh, Jeffrey Wright um, who was in I believe the Hunger Games films at some point uh, he's playing Commissioner Gordon or Lieutenant Gordon or Captain Gordon whichever uh, iteration set, yeah, yeah uh, but they said when it's going to be set like is it no I don't no. I don't think so I don't think there's much plot being released about it but these are just all rumours as well I'm not sure a lot of them are are. Um, confirmed or not okay. uh, you've got John Turturro who um, you would see, you would know him as, if you've seen him he's been in a lot of stuff uh, he's playing um, Carmine Falcone the lead of the, the crime family yeah. and also you've got Peter Sarsgaard as a mystery villain slash hero so who knows who he might be playing but he's a good actor as well Robin. So quite possibly who knows but he's a, maybe a bit old for that who knows old Robin <laughs> Ancient old as shit, Robin. Yeah. Uh, it could be Patrick Stewart, but who knows? He could be dead by then, so you never know. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Have you got anything else news-wise? Just, I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last podcast or not because I'm not very good. But Neil Blomkamp's making a new film. Is he? Yeah, called Inferno. Oh, f- is that based on some of the stuff that he done um, with his YouTube channel? Uh, possibly. Um, what was that called? Oats Studios. Oats Studios. Yeah. Yeah, they were all pretty cool. No, this. 
So he's making a full-length film. Right. Um, I don't know if Oates is publishing it or not, or if he's going by a big studio, but um, basically it's set in New Mexico, and it's about a detective investigating a murder, and it's going to have a sci-fi twist. Uh-huh. And the, the sort of flavours people are getting from it are sort of like Sicario, kind of dark levels of darkness, Fuck with yes. that Blomkamp sci-fi tinge to it. At which... I'm pretty excited about it, to be honest. Totally, totally. Um, Taylor... Kisch. Yep, the guy from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah, he's confirmed. He's only one so far. Good actor, him. Good actor. I think uh, his career was kind of going uh, gangbusters until he made that um, bad Disney sci-fi film, which uh, the name escapes me currently, but I'll, it'll come bad back to Disney me. Disney sci-fi. Film. Yeah, do you remember that one? There was a lot of hype to, and uh, it was based on. Um, let me just find it because it's probably going to make more sense when I say the name. Battle Angel. No, it wasn't that one. Uh, he was also in X Men Origins Wolverine, uh, but it was John Carter, John Carter of Mar- Mars. Remember that? Do you oh, ever yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never watched it. Yeah. Do you know what? It wasn't as bad as people said. It really wasn't. But his career was kind of undone by that almost. That was way back in twenty twelve. He's not really done much since then. Mm. Um, a few part part roles here and there but Battleship Battleship yeah or as they said, once called it on the Empire podcast Battleship and they they got a whole year's worth of content was that one Rihanna was in it yes Rihanna oh, was in it yeah, yeah. I seen the trailer I seen yeah. Rihanna was in it and like nothing against Rihanna like, but nah. I don't want her in a fucking sci-fi weird bullshit fucking it wasn't sci-fi was it yeah it was kind of sci-fi was it? yeah it was sci-fi yeah yeah, it was all about aliens invading Earth. Ah, it was sci-fi then, and, yeah. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they were basically sailing around in, uh, in ships. But it had Alexander Skarsgård in it, who we love from um, Generation Kill. Uh, he was in that. Not that it made me want to watch it. I just was glad that he was getting work, because he's an awesome actor. Yeah. Uh, and it also had Brooklyn Decker in it. Damn, maybe I should have watched that film. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, that was him. He kind of disappeared off the radar he's done a few other things but nothing nothing major cool um, yeah that sounds cool Blomkamp sci-fi man uh, like I still still got that they cancelled that um, near the aliens sequel he would have done because he would have done fucking really because he does like visual stuff like the you know if you watch District 9 and Elysium and Chappie yeah. he does like the robots and he does like the guns all that kind of visual stuff really, really is fucking really cool. Super well, so yeah. You can imagine adding that in an established universe, which had already had really cool weapons like the Marines and the drop ships and stuff. Totally. And you could see it in fucking uh, District Nine. Oh, and Elysium, you know, with the drop ships and that, they're clearly yeah. influenced by either Space Above and Beyond, which yep. I think was probably influenced by aliens with the drop ships. Yep, most or definitely. aliens. Yeah. So. And his and his favorite film, he's already said it is Aliens. Yeah. That's that's, that's his cornerstone. I mean, I love Aliens. Uh, we'll do a watch along of Aliens I think one day we'll probably do we're planning on doing a watch along of District 9 as well at some point so yeah uh, we'll talk about all that kind of stuff when we get to that but fuck yeah if he did, if he got his hands on the Alien uh, franchise mm-hmm. Fox would or Fox slash Disney now would be making such a lot of money do you remember the Sorry, not that they're not already that made it sound like Disney are sitting in poverty waiting on a franchise to hit but no do you know what I mean the Alien franchise would have been much better received sorry I'm cutting on you there no no Um, I was just going to say do you remember the mid sort of early 2000s mid 2000s um, Halo adverts 
Yes. And the, the amount of hype, like the adverts are better than the games. Oh, like, totally. People love Halo, and like, fair enough if you do, but you're, you're wrong. Yeah, um, I've, I've played it a couple of times, I'm not a fan. Not like, a fan. the universe of Halo and the story and stuff, amazing. Yeah. Well, he directed and was involved in most of those adverts. Right, okay. And he was also rumoured to be involved in at one point either a Halo series, like a proper one, or a proper Halo film, not yeah. one of these weird ones that appear on Amazon. Yeah, they're weird. Netflix, and Netflix as well, yeah. Starring fucking just ex-porn stars and stuff you know what do you know what I mean um, it would have been amazing yeah to right. give, you know, Peter Jackson was involved as yeah, well he so was he, yeah, Peter Jackson and Neil Blomkamp involved in a project and well because that's how uh, District 9 came about because Peter Jackson got attached oh, he was executive producer he was executive wasn't? producer because he's seen that there was talent there in Blomkamp and he decided to to, to push it basically yeah. um, and God bless him for doing that because he's given us a a very very good director the only uh, caveat I have with that is whenever Blomkamp you hear his name attached to stuff you think that DeAntford might get cast in his well, films there's, there's always a risk <laughs> yeah, there is always a risk there's always that risk but yeah. and to, to be honest I mean hopefully if they are casting this it's because they're stuck in a mine in New Mexico <laughs> and they just starve to death never get out is yeah. that wrong? No, well you know they're a required taste shall we say because <laughs> I, I watched uh, this not District Nine. I watched uh, Chappie with Erin, my daughter, yeah. who I previously mentioned. Yeah. And she loves the Antwerp. Eh? She oh. thinks they're amazing and loved them in that film. And Gen X or whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think so. I think I don't, I don't have a major issue with them sometimes, but they're not. They're, like, if you like the music, fine. You know what I mean? It's like an it's a South African like what, what's the, it's got Zef. Zef. Yeah, it's like a lifestyle. Almost, yeah, it's like yeah. a culture thing from there. So I guess to. African people is their kind of thing mm-hmm. but to cast them in a film is like baddies when they're like just preposterous looking like the, that the main like the rapper or like made the front ninja, man, yeah. ninja like try to act as a tough gangster when he's built like a f- <laughs> fucking pencil on about five foot four you're like yeah. do I mean yeah. really and do you know what makes it even funnier is he's like from a really well to do South African family doesn't surprise me yeah very very well to do guy yeah Yeah. Uh, but there we go yeah so aye Blomkamp make more movies and yeah. and the old studio stuff's pretty awesome and it it's free as well very, it's on YouTube I think you can get it yeah. or if you can't get it there just google old studios and you can watch it the little short films one set in Vietnam, which was mental. That was mental. And yeah, uh, Sigourney Weaver was in one for crying yeah, out loud. Yeah, big names attached, like. Yeah, Probably uh, something to do with the aliens link there. Yeah, uh, I think so, and the fact, that, the fact that she was in Chappie as well, so. She was, that's yeah. right. So, yeah. Uh, not that I want, I'm going to sound like a proper against old people here, but Ridley Scott's getting on a bit as well. Well, that's what they replaced Aliens with one of his films, didn't they? they like, like Alien Covenant. He went, he basically which was went. shit, I believe. I've not seen it. Mm, it was okay. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, see, people, I've, I've got a bit of a love hate relationship with Prometheus and also Alien Covenant. Yeah. Uh, I think I can see what he was trying to do. He was trying to put a, like a, he was almost trying to do what Star Wars did and put like a structure, a framework in the background. Right, okay. Rather than just making a good action film. He was trying to explore theories about God and existence and where we came from and where we're going. It's all wank. Am I the only one who doesn't want that in sci-fi? No. Like, why no. does everyone have to turn into like some spiritual God-like stuff? Why can't it just be like like cool aliens with la- fucking lizard faces eating bleed acid totally I mean getting shot by marines and dropships like, that's what it started cool that, like that. that's what it started like, off as actually 
Yeah, know, it's all about we're, yes, we're finding out where the where human race come from. Yeah. yeah, fucking Christ. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And if the, if you want to make a film like that, and I had a discussion with my, with my wife Erica about this because she's quite into all these kind of alien theories and yeah. um, you know, did life originate on Earth because of extraterrestrials does she and watch stuff Ancient like that? Aliens? She does. Yeah, I watch Ancient Aliens. I quite yeah. like it. I quite like it. Yeah, Jesus. I don't don't get me wrong. I don't think I don't take it as gospel, but some of the ideas in it are not. Are not terrible. Uh, aye, well, it's got yeah. a bit. Of, that series is on like season fifty-seven. Ah, yeah, like, it's literally a, everything's been built by aliens. Totally, yeah, totally. Um, but she was saying she would like a film solely about you know the theory of it, which is fine if you want to watch a film like that. But when you try and sort of blend the two together, it rarely works because you you just overcomplicate what should be a simple action film. You look at Aliens. Yeah. That we were talking about earlier on. It, essentially, aliens take over a planet cool colonial marines land on planet thinking they're going to kick the aliens ass yeah aliens kick the marines ass yeah awesome action film end of kind of survival horror kind of film survival well. horror it's a bit of a, like, horror it was a horror sci-fi horror wasn't yeah. it really at not one point did you find Ridley uh, Ripley sorry scratching her chin going I wonder where this face hugger came from yeah I wonder if God wants me to live or not I mean who cares like you yeah. say it doesn't have to be over complicated no, exactly. if you want to watch a film about the theory of it great if you want to watch an action film great but like I say when you try and mix the two it very very rarely works so there's bits of Prometheus I like there's bits of Alien Covenant I like there's bits of it equally that I, I cannot stand um, yeah. but there we go uh, so yeah Ridley Scott love you but stop making shit so over complicated and uh, when you eventually do decide to give up that the filmmaking game, hopefully. I thought you were going to say when you eventually do die. I know you were thought I was going to say that. I, knew, I thought it was coming out of your mouth. And at one point I was going to say that. At one point I was I was going to say that, but then I knew you'd pick me up on it, so I didn't. Uh, until just then when I did. But there we go. Um, so that's kind of what what I would like to see with that franchise going forward. I'd love to get them get them on board. Um, tying into the sort of Ridley Scott aspect of things okay. uh, the man who gave us Blade Runner uh, way back in the one, 80s pretty much one of my favourites yeah 100% um, and that weirdly does fuse uh, existence with uh, sci-fi but it does it in a very base way you know mm-hmm. with the replicants and stuff like that but Blade Runner 2049 which was our film of the year a couple of years ago um, it was yeah so that was directed by a guy called Denis Villeneuve, who uh, was also responsible for the first Sicario film. Uh, awesome. He's decided that he wants to try and uh, remake or make another film within the Blade Runner universe. I think we touched on this briefly. Yeah, in, we talked about it last uh, episode. Yeah. But he's kinda, he lies awake at night thinking about like detective stories inside the Blade Runner universe and constantly coming up with different um, stories in that you know that that world that world essentially that um if he could do more of that again i'd watch the hell out of that you, you take it uh, here's like you take away from the replicant thing now obviously that's always going to be there because the blade running mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if you could create a a story of a character who isn't tied to the main replicant like decker like and you know like because obviously then what's his name and the, the 2049 was Jay they called him what did they call him oh yeah yeah, jo- Jay, Joel? yeah. no no I'm sure was it, it was Jay? just Jay yeah, yeah. stand by I am I'm sure they that. called him Joe at one point but anyway um, you move away from that and you just have a different like a murder mystery or 
you know, sort of kidnapping, you know, some kind of detective story type thing. Yeah. You've got, you could go off world because there is colonies. Yeah. Most of the rich people live on colonies and that. And because that Earth is a polluted shit. Because Earth's fucked. Yeah. So uh, K, 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 sorry. K, that's K, it. Yeah. Um, I think we're getting confused by his, uh, his AI girlfriend who was called Joy. I thought you were going to say his younger brother who was Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he was in that, um, Men in Black, was Men it? Men in Black, yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the, there's a lot of potential to explore more areas that they just hint on in the films. Totally. And, uh, any, anything like that, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, same here, same here. If they could do more of that, um, so much the better. Yeah. Um, and obviously, uh, we're getting a new Sicario film as well, but that's not going to be Denis Villeneuve. Even the second one wasn't him. Yeah. So he's very good at establishing a world, a universe, if mm. you like, and then letting other people go into it. But Sicario I think, was fucking great series. Oh, mate, honest to God, two of the finest films I've ever watched. And it just it snuck up on me one night. I was sitting flicking through Netflix and I thought, oh, I've heard of this. It's meant to be good. Yeah. Josh Brolin's in it. I like him as well. Yeah, fuck it. Let's watch it blew my mind amazing absolutely blew my mind so yeah uh, that is pretty much all of the news that I think I have have you okay. got anything else no, no nothing news wise excellent well we're how far in are we we're at 34 minutes that's pretty cool yeah, yeah so, that's pretty much perfect eh? you want to wrap it there no we could cover blather about something else I was going to throw at you sure go for it go for it um, we were talking the other day there mm-hmm. and I was texting you drunk yes and I was watching I've been going through a sort of movie day phase recently mm-hmm. so I watched all the Jumanji films nice and I was like yeah they're pretty good Jumanji is the, the, the remakes with The Rock in it yeah yeah nah, they're phenomenal but films. I watched the one with Robin Williams as well I kind of went oh nice yeah um, and then that kind of put me in the mood to watch Indiana Jones because of the whole like jungle adventure kind of thing why and and I'm always in the mood to watch Indiana Jones it's one of my favourite franchises you know that trilogy mm-hmm. uh, three of them yeah yeah. The, 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 I mean there was rumours of a fourth but I don't think it ever materialised no I don't think it ever materialised um, so I thought well imagine how would you like modern day everybody's talking about remastering and reimagining you know they did it with Jumanji yeah I thought well how would you do it with Indiana Jones and who would play him right okay and, my, and I was all excited because I thought I'd cracked it and you just shot me down <laughs> but I thought a good person to play in the Jones and I thought it could be a prequel yep because I don't think you should go I don't know how would you you couldn't make a sequel because you've had the fourth one which doesn't exist yep. when he was older and yes. they talked about the fifth one yeah they are so the the way they're they, the current thinking with Indiana Jones franchise Indiana Jones 5 yeah is they're going to try and phase it out and either replace him with a new character uh-huh. who will continue his adventures right his son or his adopted fucking son or whatever there was rumours that's what they were going to try and do in yeah. the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Uh, who's insane, so they probably thought, we'll just leave him. <laughs> um, good actor, though. Good actor, very good actor. Fury stands out as, as one of his best performances. Definitely. Yep. Well, my th- Ryan Gosling was my pick. He was your pick. And you were like, oh, he's too pretty. I don't, I don't know if I think he's too pretty. I just He's a great actor, and I, and I, and I think he's really good. I just think he... Uh, his act, his delivery style is not rugged enough. That's that's kind of what I thought. Right. He, he's very sort of delicate. Is delicate the right word? I, I don't know. And yeah, Jones can be delicate, man. <laughs> he's yeah. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. No. Needs Fair to enough. be rugged. I think you get a bit of stubble on old Ryan Baby Goose. <laughs> he's a baby like, goose. Yeah. And that's uh, La La Land when he's in his suit. 
and you're not telling me in the 1940s when Indiana Jones he doesn't look about Indiana Jones with his glasses and mate stuff. I'm not going to lie I'd gay for him right just, I'll right. just leave it at that alright well <laughs> right, baby goose we're talking about well alright well who would you pick if you were going to right so let's say George Lucas has went right you two fannies can remake <laughs> reimagine Indiana Jones and, and we are available George if you're uh, listening and we've got an unlimited budget yep. and we've got access to any actor and you've got a we've already came up with the story and all this and it's a prequel. Does it involve crystal skulls at any point? No, no, we're doing no. a proper one. Good, good, good. So yes. who, who would you pick? So to play Indiana Jones, if you could re and you have to re you can't just go at Harrison Ford. No, 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 you have to re You're okay. Yeah, yeah, I get where you're going. I, I, I accept the parameters of your challenge. Yeah. Um, my initial thought, because this is cropped We've got up. Got an film coming after this, by the way. Yeah, brilliant. Good. Uh, my initial thought when this cropped up a couple of years ago, which it did, they were talking about uh, remaking Indiana Jones, was Chris Pratt. No. Chris Pratt says to me, you know... Uh, oh, he's he, too funny. That's the thing. He is funny. But if you look at Indiana Jones, he is also funny. Uh, yeah, but he's not funny in a Chris Pratt way. Ah, right. Yeah. Got you. Um, Chris Pratt's like a buff Jack Black. <laughs> You've thrown me a curveball there. Like... Uh, I don't know. He's he's good, he's, at, he's but good. he's good in Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, though. Dances and all that. You're not going to see anything. Jones sneaking at a temple doing a fucking moonwalk. <laughs> I, I, yeah, because I see where you're going with that in terms of. Um, so I think the baby goose is too delicate, but Chris Pratt is. You're you're right. He's too sort of. He's, he's quirky. He's got a quirky delivery. He'd probably be a serious actor. In fact, he has been a serious actor. Yeah, he's in fucking it. zero dark zero 30. dark thirty. Yeah, but. Would would Chris Evans work? Captain America? Well, or is he two presenter? <laughs> no, not the ginger uh, millionaire that we've got in the UK, no. Uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, you know? No. Uh, just, what, too buff, too tall. Too buff, too tall. He's got the capability of being... He's also Captain America, so you're looking at him going, he's Captain America. True. The the one that I threw back at you, and I think uh, I think I might have cracked it, okay. is John Krasinski. From the office, the US office. Yes. And 13 hours in Benghazi. Yes. And it's 13 hours that kind of made me think of him initially. But then the other thing that made me think of him was uh, the uh, Jack Ryan series on Amazon. Okay. Uh, because he's he's got that sort of... So if you think back to Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones, he's got that book smart thing going on where he's yep. a professor. But then he can flip right into swinging across caverns with his whip and, you know, just look that deadpan sort of way that he takes out the guy with the, the gun, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. he's I think he's capable of doing both and combining it within the same film. Okay. So he would be my pick. He would be my pick. Okay. Uh, Baby Goose is involved with the Jones 5. Is he really? So that's been... Because when I started Googling it, because I woke up the next day and you were like, oh, you're an idiot, you can't do that. No, I like, didn't say that. He's, I too, got... he's too pretty, you can't possibly be a good-looking archaeologist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who gets the girl? It has to be some Neanderthal with a beard. Right? I was like, okay. So I went and started Googling. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, Indiana Jones. And that's when it came up with all the pictures from La La Land. So full disclosure, I haven't watched fucking La La Land. Mm, I have. Oh, I knew you would have. Um, mostly because um, my brother-in-law forced me to, and it's crap. Well, I so, thought it would be. Yeah. It's a film about dancing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, a, it's not good. It isn't no offence, James, but it's one of your films, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, there's pictures of him, and he's suit and stuff. Yeah. And people putting it into 
And he had his own scenes in it fits. And, and, and he also wants to be involved in the new one. That's where he was involved with it. He's determined to have a role in it. Maybe not as Indiana Jones. It could be a, a Nazi or something. Yeah. Was, or, uh, it'll be it was set after the fourth. It'll be communist, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, listen, if he gets cast, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be disappointed. Don't get me wrong. I was just kind of spitballing back at you about ideas, and I, I think Krasinski would be able to do. It. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's also. Um, he's a good director by all accounts yeah. uh, A Quiet Place is meant to be very very good not quite watched that yet but it's been highly recommended well, to the sequel's me. out or coming oh, out it's coming out yeah, yeah it's coming out so yeah um, with his wife in it his wife's in that Emily Blunt yeah yeah. <laughs> and she was also awesome in um, The Day After Tomorrow with Tom Cruise that in was it. fucking amazing sci-fi so film, yeah. film. There, there's rumours that they're making a sequel of that as well cool so that'd be that'd be fucking Tremendous, absolutely tremendous. Well, I made up a new word there, tremendous. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> use it. Yeah, that's, that's a podcast word. Well, so, since we're destroying our childhood films, yep. we're trying to recast them. Yep. Remember, I sent you that video. Which now, wait a minute, you have to specify which video because you know. Oh, I sent you a lot of videos. Yeah. Um, it was a deep fake. Of the Back to the Future with Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland. Do you know what? I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that's given me nightmares. And a deep fake for anyone who doesn't know what deep fake is, be very careful when you Google this. Don't do it at work because it will find all kinds. Because it gets used for nefarious fucking evil reasons. Um, porn, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, porn. A lot of porn. Um, but what it is is essentially a technology that you take a photograph or a series of photographs of a celebrity or another person, mm-hmm. and then uses magic computer technology to superimpose it over the face of a character on a film so it essentially looks like um, Tom Holland for, is the example we use here yeah. he's in Back to the Future yeah, and it Marty speaks McFly. with um, Michael J. Fox Michael J. Fox's voice you've got uh, Doc Brown is Robert Downey Jr. who yeah. speaks with uh, Doc Brown's voice Christopher Lloyd Christopher Lloyd's voice and it's fucking bonkers which this is what kind of gave me the ideas for this talking about now is yeah. like if Indiana Jones, you're saying Krasinski, I'm saying Baby Goose. Yeah. Who are you casting if you're getting forced to remake it or sequel? Don't want to do a sequel because, like we've talked about before, Millennial Back to the Future is the worst. Oh, oh, no. But if they had to do a reimagining of the original one set in the 80s, who, who are you picking to play Martin McFly? I would sooner North Korea nuked us out of existence than remake Back Back to the Future. Well, Let's tough. just put right, that out now. We're doing but it. we're doing it. So, oh, God. Uh, I'm picking Tom Holland. Do you know what? It just read my mind. It just read my mind after seeing it the other day. I was like, shit, that would work. Yeah. That would work. And he's got that awkward way about him that Michael J. Fox captured so well. Um, yeah. I can't really see past it. I know that's really that's really weak in terms of discussion there, but I mean who else could you who else could you pick? Who else is that good at his age? I don't know. I, I don't think there I is. Think he's the, I think he's, he's the choice. I don't think there's anyone else, mate. I, I think, think he's, he's the choice. Cool. Well, that's that settled. Do you know <laughs> who I'd like, Do you know who I'd like to play Doc Brown? This is going to come as a complete curveball. I never thought about Doc Brown. Yeah, Doc Brown. Uh, Michael Keaton. Jesus, yeah, that's quite cool. That would be. What makes you want? To, well, I mean, I can see it, kind of thing. Well, mostly because well, mad white hair. Like, no, cool. not with the mad white hair, but mostly because I really love Michael Keaton, and I just think he because Christopher Lloyd was really good at giving it that sort of 
eccentric sort of uh, delivery everything mm-hmm. was super hyped and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you think about Michael Keaton's delivery uh, you know he's very good at sort of going from zero to a hundred really quickly yeah. which is kind of what Doc Brown did he was always kind of up there and energetic but I think Michael Keaton could give it that sort of grounding but then bring it when he needs to mm-hmm. uh, great Scott you can just Im- imagine him delivering that line yeah um, Mostly because you remember the the original Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, uh-huh. when he the you want to get nuts, let's get nuts scene with the poker at the fireplace, yeah. and he just he was so level, and then he just fucking exploded out of, out of nowhere. I think he'd be really good at Doctor. Cool. Yeah, there's probably a few other ones. Should we throw it out to the well, to the saying, listeners? Well, well, we'll go. I was going to suggest right. Well, we'll finish it off first, and then we'll. I was going to suggest because you run the Facebook uh-huh. and the Twitters. And all that shit. We'll get people's ideas of what they want. Who, who do they? Who, who do you think they would make a good Indiana Jones if we had to recast it? And who do you think would make a good Marty McFly if we had to recast Back to the Future? Yeah. Just see what people come up with. Everybody's got different ideas. Yeah, definitely. Um, who do you think would make the worst Indiana Jones? The worst Indiana Jones, Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack yeah. Black. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh man, my brain is terrible. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey would. Yeah. Jim- <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, no, no, that would not be cool. Everything would be him doing gurney faces and just yeah. funny walks everywhere. Nah, fuck that. Do you know who the worst Martin McFly would be? Uh, Jack Black. No, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Oh no, 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 no. please no. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. It really would be. Oh god. No, please don't let ever that ever happen. No, I couldn't. I couldn't be doing with that. Definitely not. Although um, Doc Brown, Mike, I've said Michael Keaton, Robert Downey Jr. might not be a bad shout either. For Doc Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would pull it off. I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we'll throw it out to the listeners if you want to um, essentially um, recast a film. Uh, let us know who you would recast in it. it yeah, it could Indiana be any Jones. Film. Go with Indiana Jones. Go with Indiana Jones. Back to the future. Who could play Indiana Jones? Who do you want to play? Uh, Martin McFly, and then we'll just tell you we're all wrong and we're right. Yeah, exactly that. And then what we could do this as a running theme. Let's come up with a couple of other movies for. We'll, we'll come if you want. We'll come up with a section. You know, let's just call it. Uh, like we're right, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, essentially that. It's our podcast. We'll do what the fuck we want. Pretty much. Excellent. Right. Yes, well, in this house, and you'll behave as well. <laughs> uh, so we can wrap it up here. Uh, that's the end of the news podcast for this uh, bi-weekly news edition. Uh, the next time you hear us, it will be to watch along the first episode of the Amazon Prime series, The Boys, uh, and we, that'll be coming at you fairly shortly, I would imagine. So, I yeah. Imagine it would. Until then, folks, uh, have a good rest of the day, week, month, or whenever you listen to this, and we'll speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Bye.